Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by the Bluetooth Blue Blaster technology. Um, so the Blue Blaster line of products are, uh, everybody knows, Bluetooth speakers, um, but most of the time your Bluetooth speaker is just a singular use thing. All it is is a speaker. Yeah. All it but, does is blast your music but in this modern era of oh all these gadgets and everything it's always much cooler if your gadgets can do it's not even really a gadget if it can only do one thing right right it has to do more than one thing so that's where the blue blaster comes in so what are some examples so we have the blue blaster vacuum um Uh The vacuum blaster. blaster. The vacuum yeah. blaster. So it is a cordless vacuum um, that... With a built-in Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it it's says that, right on the tin right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Blue Blaster is uh-huh. great because just think of any product that you might have in your house, in your life, yeah. and then just add a Bluetooth speaker for it. Yeah, exactly. That Blue Blaster has yeah. your back. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. everything that you could ever yeah. want. Like so the, the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Do we I have? just got the water heater installed. Perfect. Yeah. So you can rock out yeah. in your unfinished basement. Yeah. And so when the water starts heating, it knows to crank up the music accordingly. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. And it actually travel. The sound travels through the pipes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then when you're done, you know, showering using your hot water, uh-huh. you um, turn on your Bluetooth Tooth Blaster Bluetooth toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. And it only stays on for two minutes, so you know how Right. It when it shuts off, Bluetooth. you're done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Bluetooth Tooth uh, Blast. <laughs> there's, also, yeah. there's also the coffee mug that uh-huh. you can think up to. Yeah. Uh, they've got koozies. Mm-hmm. They've got... You need the koozie because you don't. You need. You got the blue blaster koozie because you don't want to get the blue blaster mug wet. Is the thing. Right. Yeah. Not waterproof. Yeah, it's not mug waterproof. Blaster because the speaker. I mean, it's a bunch of holes. It's hard to make a speaker waterproof. The speaker is that. on the bottom of the mug, not yeah, like the underside, the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the inside bottom of the mug. So. See, when you start to think about it, you. You realize that's really the only way you can do it because it funnels the sound outwards. Yeah. Right. And a yeah. mug is already like a natural speaker. Yeah. So, like, I mean, great. sometimes I put my phone, like, speaker down into a mug just to get it to be louder. So, yeah. when you, don't when you think do about that. doing that, yeah. This mug is not for liquids, and it says so right on now. the box. It's you for... can put Skittles yeah. in there. M and M's, yeah. Trail mix. Maybe some pencils. Yeah. Maybe like pencils. Yeah. That's a great yeah. use. Yeah. But if you listen to some like listen to some like dubstep, your skittles are going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that much. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say that much. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hear that Blue Blaster is also coming out with a line of outdoor products, so they're gonna have oh, yep. the Blue Blaster Weed Blaster yeah. Weed Whacker. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have the it's actually a zero turn mower. So yes. Yeah. Zero turn and zero latency. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some hedge yeah. trimmers, uh, yep. all kinds of things. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. Yeah. That's perfect because I love like when I'm mowing or weed eating, I normally have the Bluetooth headset on. 
Yeah. Right. To listen to a podcast to or something. Yeah. Now it's just one less thing you got to worry about. It. Yeah. Right. It's all part of it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keep an eye out for that. I think I it's think, a lawn blaster series. Yeah. I yeah. think my neighbor has one of these. Because, like, not only can I hear his mow- mowing at 7 a.m., but I can also You hear can hear him blasting Joe Rogan experience yeah. as he's yeah. mowing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you guys about Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So keep an eye out and keep an ear out because they've sponsored this right. entire... We're moving on to a new uh, series of, of learning. So... Um, uh, Apocalypse is over, baby. Yeah, we okay, survived. World has ended, ended um, but here we are. We're actually... Yep. Guys, we're actually podcasting from the bunker. Yeah. yeah. We got into the bunker. <laughs> yeah. And like, we, we didn't, we, after a lot of discussion, we decided that we didn't really want to like wait for the world to end. We'll just like get to the bunker, yeah. like, you know, ahead of time. Yeah. So that yeah. we kind of have kinda a like bit a of an advantage. Blast to the past, blast from the past kind of situation. It is a little bit a little of that bit. situation. Well, yeah. and I, I decided to just end the world. Yeah. He actually yeah. made one of those paper clips. Let's get it over with. Yeah. Us, yeah. So. so we're bunker casting. Yeah. That's from right. the content Welcome bunker. To the, yeah. From the yeah. content academy bunker. That's with a capital B. Yeah. So, and from the inside, you can't tell that it looks like a bunker because there's like a nope. mid century study and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very nice. Pretty, yeah. Pretty cool. So we're starting a new series. We're going to be. It's going to be sort of like a music that we like series. So Try something a little different. We're going to be talking about um, this album by Radiohead. It's Hail to the Thief, right? Hail to the Thief okay. is the album. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Because so when the um, when the uh, the Chiefs won the <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you guys know the Radiohead did like the Hail to the Chiefs. Like, right. Right album a remix album yeah oh i didn't yeah. know that so i listened to that i hope that's okay oh okay it's probably i don't i don't <laughs> think it would be a lot different. over yeah, yeah. it's they like changed a couple lyrics <laughs> yeah. i mean i think all the like political associations yeah. <laughs> it still works with football yeah 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 so it's like it instead of like um instead of like sail to the moon it's like Hail to Mahomes or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Trend, but... It's like yeah. t- two plus two equals like Super Bowl fifty two or something. Whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know. Instead of like wolf at the door, it's like wolf at the end zone. Yeah. yeah. And yes. and the wolf is the KC wolf. <laughs> yeah. The mascot. Yeah. Because yeah. KC wolf at the end zone. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people know this, but. <laughs> Um, Radiohead are huge Chiefs fans. Yeah, <laughs> they come to every game. So they really do. So hail to the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about that in a moment. But first, we have some news stories to talk about. So what do we say about Let's that? Let's crack them open. Let's crack them open. All right. Got some interesting stories here. Um. Okay. Uh, do we have any WhatsApp users here? No. No, okay. Meh. Yeah. Uh, WhatsApp now lets you mute individual users during group calls. Though it would not be wise to mute your drug dealer. 
Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing on a group call with your drug dealer anyway? I think that what's the the niche that WhatsApp has carved is talking to your drug dealer. <laughs> Just drug dealers. <laughs> so it wouldn't be wise. Yeah. Because um, it's encrypted, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's see here. Uh, do we have any Lego fans here? I think we might have a few. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lego's original Galaxy Explorer spaceship from 1979 will soon be back on shelves. Uh, complete, complete with helmet pieces that instantly break. All right. <laughs> so they get, like, cracked at the... The chin yeah. strap. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Just here. like what's his name on the Lego movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. The Uncharted movie will begin streaming on Netflix come July. It's not too late to cancel your subscription. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a warning. <laughs> that movie's bad. gonna be on there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. No. I haven't seen it. Don't really intend to. But I saw this video where. Tom Holland is playing the Uncharted game, and he's it's clear he's never played a video game before. <laughs> he's too busy making a Spider-Man movie every yeah. two weeks. It's so <laughs> weird when, like, Gen Z or millennial people have clearly never played a video game. Yeah. Yeah, what have you been doing? I, yeah, that's what I want to say. It's like, as someone who plays way too much video games, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what do you do when you're not eating, sleeping, or working? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or watching Prehistoric Planet. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see... Um, so the Morbius Studio is making a Madam Web movie. Uh-huh. And they casted this, I guess, Dakota Johnson or whatever. Right. Like Madam Web or something. And she was in an interview and it was like, um, oh, what made you want to do the Madam Web movie? And she said... Oh, I grew up on watching Marvel movies, and I I want to be a part of the Marvel universe. And so people are saying like she thinks it's that Madam Web is like an MCU movie. Yeah, so she thinks like it's female yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Like she's just gonna be an old lady in a wheelchair in that movie, right? <laughs> like Madam Web. Why would I you think make, it'll be cool. Why would you make Madam Web and not like a Spider-Gwen movie or something? They don't have the rights to Spider-Gwen. Oh, yeah. They only oh, well. Sony only has the rights to the shitty Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're I think you're right. I think that was part of the contract for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh popular kids YouTube video Baby Shark is getting NFTs. This what? is predicted to have disastri- disastrous effects on the baby NFT and crypto market. <laughs> so babies, as we know, buy a lot of, they spend a lot of money uh-huh. on uh, the, the colorful play money on NFTs and crypto. What would baby cryptocurrency Well, babies, like? famously, they will hand you a, like a single Cheerio. Yeah, that's Cheerio. Yeah. That's true. That is their money. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. true. So that's kind of like the baby cryptos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cheerio coin something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And like when they hand you a toy and they say talk for him, that's yeah. kind of like you're getting an NFT from them. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. I don't know. 
No, a baby NFT is when like they color a picture and give it to you or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you putting it on your fridge is like um the blockchain. Making it your Abby. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Um Amazon Prime Day will uh is coming and it will have more than thirty free games. Uh including Sucky Game Simulator. <laughs> so this is games. yeah so this is one that i've been wanting to try out um it simulates all the aspects of a sucky game okay so that makes it itself a sucky game so interesting it's a bit meta uh-huh. yeah. yeah um let's see here spotify is set to reduce hiring by 25 percent they will also be adding 25 percent more nickelback and annoying ads Ooh. Why do they even have hey. like employees? Hey, what yeah, they're not making I mean, music over there. I guess people they have people who like it's their job to put uh, like all of the Taylor Swift songs on one playlist. Yeah, I guess so. or something. Know. They know computers they can make playlists, people, right? Like spending all year putting together the like year highlight stuff. The wrapped, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't uh-huh. really make sense when you think about it. Reducing oh, hiring. Stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. It should just be the CEO and that's it. Um, reduce Pretty hiring much. by 25%. That would like bring it into the negatives. Well, I mean, I uh, guess. We don't know what they're Even if they hired. <laughs> yeah. Even if they hired one person a year, their hiring would still be at 100%. So. If they, hi- if they have three employees, then they can't reduce it by 25%. Unless they start doing half employees. Yeah. That would be a little dicey. One guy goes to part-time. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Microsoft is retiring Internet Explorer after 27 years. Now how am I supposed to download Chrome? (laughs) (laughs) They're switching to Edge. Yeah. And I feel like every, every week I hear, oh, Internet Explorer is dying. Yeah, I just assumed it was gone already. Yeah, I thought it was replaced by Edge already. Yeah. I mean, I think I think what this means is like they're not going to update it anymore at all. Yeah, like you're you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Edge is the exact same though, so I don't know what. what the no, know. Edge is actually built it's on the Chromium infrastructure. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Pretty sure. Do y'all remember when they did like the? Uh... The Bing versus Google like tests or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could like search something and it wouldn't tell you if it was Bing or Google or not. But it mm-hmm. was so easy to tell like which one was Google because it was the better one. I don't know. Google uh, kind of sucks now though. Yeah. I don't use. So, I don't. Yeah. Use, I still don't use Bing. Yeah. But it's not to that. Google. Point. It's like the the whole first page is all ads now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And the image Google images sucks. Yeah. There's no way to like just isolate whatever image you want to look yeah. at. Yeah, that annoys yeah. me. I guess I wouldn't know. I've been using Ecosia for the past few years. Oh yeah, the tree planting yeah. search engine it uses your ad revenue to plant trees. So That's cool. I haven't had any problems. Good for that. you. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Does it tell you how many trees total you've planted? It tells you how many searches you've done, but um, yeah. It doesn't tell you. There, I assume you could maybe it's extrapolate. Like, to it some said number. it used to say every forty-five searches represents a tree being planted, but they took that away. So I don't know. I, th- I mm. think it's harder to calculate for them or something. Yeah. I don't know. 
let's see. Uh, Ukrainian soldiers are raising money by allowing people to write custom messages on their artillery shells. So do we think that this would be a good form of advertising for us? <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, writing uh, academy artillery shells. Getting yeah. getting uh, bombarded by a shell that says class dismissed on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's great. I haven't looked at our metrics metrics in Russia recently, so that, I guess that would be <laughs> they're more or less successful. Yeah. What I'm saying is it probably couldn't hurt, right? Any we gotta yeah. play both sides against yeah. each other so we can come out on top. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So we need to get on the Ukrainian artillery shells and the Russian artillery shells. Yep. Really, yep. So. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. Um, do you think that um, this upcoming Christmas they'll have like the snowball fight? Truce. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it's, hopefully yeah, probably. it's like a regular but thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they just do that in every war. Yeah. Yeah. If it goes over Christmas, I think. And do a yeah. Fight. And they exchange gifts. Yeah. Yeah. What is oh, a bomb? You shouldn't have. <laughs> terrible. I think this whole war is like the Christmas Day truce because none of the soldiers like want to do anything. Right. Yeah. It's like Gen Z soldiers. Gen Z soldiers are so entitled. <laughs> They're just lazy and don't want to do anything. They don't know how to commit war crimes. They don't make them like they used to. Yeah. Soldiers, that is. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Bill Gates. You know he's always got something to say. Right. Um, Bill Gates says that NFTs are 100% based on greater fool theory. <laughs> and I would be a greater fool... Not to grab my bag of Snyder's of Hanover pretzels from the pantry <laughs> before anyone else can get to them. Get those away from me. Sounds like Bill's been listening to the pod. Yep. <laughs> what is greater fool theory? Billy G. The so greater <laughs> fool theory. Something... Go ahead, Jordan. Go ahead, no, nope, I already said it. it. <laughs> well, you were you going to make a joke? Yeah, I'll make a joke. <laughs> the greater fool is there's always a, a fatter guy who's an idiot. Oh. Um, okay. Greater fool is when um, so NFTs are don't have any intrinsic value, right? They're just whatever, whatever they're whatever someone can hype them up to okay. be valued yeah. as. Right. So the greater fool theory is you to make any money off of them. If you buy one, you have to hope there's someone else who will buy it at a higher price than you did. Mm. I see. So it's like Supreme, essentially. Basically, yeah, they're like yeah. Supreme. Except yeah. there's not, at least like if you buy a Supreme shoe, you can still wear the you shoe. You can have a shoe, right. Yeah. If you but buy the Supreme the minute... brick, you can use the brick. <laughs> <laughs> the thing yeah. is, the minute you use the brick, the value goes down. So That's right, yeah. yeah. If you Unless you like, the, like use it ironically or something. You put like the brick paste on it. Mortar? I yeah, think mortar. brick paste is called mortar, Alex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard it either way. <laughs> yeah. Do you think anyone's made a house out of the Supreme Bricks yet? I think they're working on it. I think they're the hype getting... beasts are working on it. Supreme house. Yeah. Yeah. So greater fool theory, that's kind of like um it's kind of like when you like you got this okay i'm trying to make a comparison that our <laughs> listeners will understand so when you like it's kind of like 
when you um, put a like dirty bowl in the sink and you like fill it with water to let it soak. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're hoping that like later on someone will wash it for you. Even yeah. If that someone is like your future self. <laughs> you're counting on. So you're like, oh, I'm just letting it soak because it's which is an essential part. Right. It's part of the process. Yeah. So that's essentially greater fool theory, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. Sony. I got one left here. Sony is developing a movie based on their Gran Turismo racing video game series. Uh, so it's like their Need for Speed yeah, I was or whatever. Say, it's like a game that has movie. no characters. Yeah. No story at all. Just there's cars. It, it is blue ocean <laughs> really when you think about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel they, like it's, it's perfect because they get yeah. the name recognition and yeah. they yeah. do whatever they want. I feel like That's it's not true. even really that big of a name though. I don't know. And it's also yeah, not even. It? It's not related. It's completely unrelated to Gran Torino. Also. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the. The Clint Eastwood movie. movie. Anyway. Anyway, no word yet on who will play the giant green arrow above your car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what we got. What else? What other headlines? Did you guys hear about the elephant who... The elephant kills this woman. And then at the woman's funeral, the elephant comes back and tramples her corpse. Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. What awful. a vengeful I think elephant. this was in India, I want to say. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know, know what that woman do to that yeah. elephant. Yeah. Dude, they don't forget. They don't. They so forgive, but they don't really, forget. Yeah. Really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that elephant was giving off like main character energy. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, did did that lady like kill the elephant's baby? The John or, like, Wick elephant. The... Yeah. 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 Well, I saw somebody elephant. somebody on Twitter said that the reason I and I, there's. I couldn't find any evidence for this. Somebody said the reason was like the woman was like throwing rock to the elephant to distract it while poachers like stole its baby. That's awful. <laughs> but also like, like how did the elephant know it was her funeral? There's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. Elephants are very smart. They are very yeah. smart. Yeah. And they do uh, have funerals, so they yeah, understand they what a funeral what is. is. They know what yeah. the concept is, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, you know how elephants and rhinos have like these birds that like sit on them? Okay, like, yeah. And stuff. They probably were like talking to the birds and had them kind of, you know, scout it out. <laughs> the the spies. Back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. spies. Yeah, so exactly. That's and why... then, did... go ahead. Oh, I was. I was going to say, um, that's why I always carry a little mouse with me. <laughs> <laughs> In case you need to scare the elephant. Yeah. Did you guys hear they're making an actual Squid Games? Yes. Yeah. They're making a It's squid so game. funny because, like, obviously you assume that it's not going to involve, like, dying. Yeah. But the headlines don't mention that at all. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> I it mean, could just be an actual Squid Games. It's... At this point, you know, it wouldn't surprise me that much, I guess. Yeah. Is it same. It's the same monetary prize, like forty-six million dollars. Yeah. It's like, actually this... by Netflix too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm kind of surprised we're not already to the point of 
uh, like having super villains and stuff. So yeah, you're well that there anyway. well, that's kind of the the appeal of the show is like you know there are people out there who would absolutely compete in the Squid Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to be a reality show on Netflix. Yeah. And it's a series of games inspired by the show. Wow. Yeah. But well, I mean idea. honestly, some of the some of the Squid Games kind of boring. Yeah. Unless there's like life or death involved. Yeah, that's true. Like I guess they could do the tug of war over like a big ball pit or something, a foam yeah. pit. What? That would be kind of fun. Yeah. As long as they get to like, um, like I would probably join just so I could get like the sweet jumpsuit. Oh, definitely. the jumpsuit, yeah, yeah. yeah. the tracksuits. Yeah, the tracksuit. Yeah. And then Do they make them like, sleep uh, in the huge bunk beds, all I in the same so. room? I hope so. What <laughs> games should they add? I'm thinking Heads Up Seven Up. That would be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> heads Up Seven Up. Oh my god. Dodgeball. Did they do dodgeball in that show? I, so. I haven't watched all the episodes. I don't think so. Are they going to have, like, one really old guy? Probably, yeah. Yeah. You going to have one old guy, one uh, bully guy. Yeah. yeah. One just sad sack yeah. piece yep. of shit. The, the red light, green light kind of does a lot of the heavy lifting for the show. The rest of the yeah. game is kind of suck. Yeah. So. Red light, green light, but you get like they shoot you with squirt guns. Oh no, no, they... no. Yeah. Don't me. I'm like, close. Guy just like slaps you. Oh yeah, they're definitely no. gonna have that. Yeah. <laughs> they still have to bring that actor in to do it though. It yes. Like, the appeal. Yeah. He was great. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever his name was. So they'll have to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forget his name. I watched another show on Netflix with them where, like, they're looking for water on the moon. That was pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. That's cool. That's a good idea, I'll admit. Considering how popular... Well, that that too, yeah. But the Squid Game reality show, considering how popular it was. Because it can't evaporate up there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this... Actually, I guess it could. It gets hot on the moon. I saw this tweet where it was like, guy who has only seen two Korean things. Um, yeah. Squid Game is much like Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh well. All Ready right, to move on? Today. Yeah. So it, I I'm going first in our new series. Um. I've been waiting a long time for a moment like this to force you all to talk about Radiohead with me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've been a huge fan of them for over 10 years. Um, You know, just love all their stuff. Big part of my college experience was listening to them. Their their music is tied to a lot of, you know, formative events in my life. but I wasn't sure what all you all's experience with them, if any, was. So what? Um, so like Georgia, like had you listened to any Radiohead? Do you listen to them much? 
Um, I listened to them a lot my freshman year of college. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would kind of. What did you listen to? Um, I listened to. I'm gonna have to look up like the uh, their list of. Like in rainbows. I think it was just probably yeah in rainbows, but um, yeah, I'm gonna look up an album list and see what would have been. Uh, I feel like it was actually I listened to a lot of Pablo Honey. Really? Okay. Yeah. But it was just, I liked the, my biggest takeaways from Radiohead and listening to it at that time, 10 years ago, oh my gosh, but uh, was, I just liked the atmospheric feel that yes would, that would kind of surface whenever you would listen to a Radiohead album or even just a song. Atmosphere, really absolutely one of their main draws, I think. Mm-hmm. They can create a spooky atmosphere like no other band in my opinion were you a creep girl i like creep i did like creep um also i i liked the bands that one has yes their major like singles on it yeah Um, a lot of big singles on bands yeah so alex what about you yeah so i never really um i i i had heard a few choice cuts but i never it wasn't ever something that i really seeked out but what i had heard i had liked um but it just wasn't ever my kind the kind of thing that i would seek out and listen to Uh regularly um of course i had heard the uh creep or uh creepy Um, yeah uh i had heard the specter song oh yeah the they tried to do a song for james bond but they chose sam smith and said whatever right right um, so i really like that one um but no it's never something that i really seeked out at the album i wanted to talk about and i deliberated on this a long time but i wanted to talk about one that i, I feel like you pro none of you had probably ever listened to before mm-hmm. so i chose hail to the thief which yeah. is kind of like their thorniest most divisive one mm-hmm. um Riley, had you? I know you had listened to like you and I played the Radiohead video game, mm-hmm. Kid Amnesiac. Yeah. So we kind of listened to some of that. That was pretty cool. Did you listen to any other uh, Radiohead stuff, or did you listen to Hail to the Thief? Uh, I have uh, a few songs on my playlist from Hail to the Thief. Um, I listen to them pretty often. Yeah. Uh, um, and I listen to Amnesiac. Too. Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah. yeah, I listen to him. Cool. Well, I wanted to do. Oh, what up, Alex? Oh, I just want to clarify. All this still applies to Hail to the Chiefs, right? Right, Hail to the Chiefs. Because I really want to double down and say that is the one that I listened to. I didn't listen to the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm assuming it'll all still probably apply. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just a kind of a brief backstory of Radiohead. Um. So they formed in 1985, which is, seems like a really long time ago. I wasn't aware that it was in the 80s, but they were like in high school or in junior high. Originally named On a Friday, they changed their name to Radiohead based on the Talking Heads song Radiohead. Hmm. Their first album, Pablo Honey, was released in 1993. And the title of that is a reference to a prank call by the Jerky Boys. Okay. 
they okay. they were like a prank call com- comedy duo. Mm, okay, interesting. Not my cup, not my kind of thing. But apparently, they liked that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So Pablo Honey is considered Radiohead's bad album. Like it's yeah. not not as critically acclaimed. Yeah, really not critically acclaimed at all. Really. Yeah. Um, didn't do very well in the UK. For some reason, Creep was hugely popular in Israel. <laughs> one DJ, one like popular DJ there just played it all the time. So it got really popular. Um, and then Creep was also pretty popular in the US. Yeah. Uh, but at that point, they were considered Nirvana light, off-brand Nirvana, poor man's uh, Nirvana. Yeah, I see. Um, but the songs on that album were pretty basic, you know straightforward guitar rock uh second album the bends came out in 95 hugely influential album um cold play basically made their whole careers off of copying just the songs high and dry and fake plastic trees (laughs) like he listened to them yeah yeah you could draw a clear line from those songs to cold play specifically and i think because of that like for a long time Radiohead wouldn't play a lot of songs off the bends hmm. because that kind of took off as its own genre of like sappy music. Hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. The band Muse also draws from this album heavily. You can see a lot of like, oh, yeah. Muse, that's just kind of just like Radiohead. Um, after the bends, they, they released OK Computer in 1997. Uh, songwriting deals with themes of anxiety, alienation, depression. Uh, that's This is probably their one that I've listened to the most. It's kind of considered the start of their hot streak, this and The Benz. Um, the Benz, massive critically acclaimed. OK Computer, again, massively critically acclaimed. And then Kid A after that. They, it's, it's the hat trick, the three albums in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, Kid A... Massive departure from their previous work. There's like barely any guitars on it. A lot of synthesizers, electronics, samples, um, distorted vocals, fragmented impressionistic lyrics. Huge change from their you know guitar rock oriented other albums. Um, and then their fifth album, Amnesiac, is like a, extra songs from the same sessions. They just kind of made a second album of it. I hate when people do that. It is kind of annoying. It's like, well, it doesn't. There count. was a reason these songs weren't on the first album. Yeah, huh. yeah. Like Carly Rae Jepsen loves doing that shit. She loves that. <laughs> At I think least I, she calls it B sides or something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think Amnesiac most for the most part stands on its own. I like it a lot, but. It's it is definitely like a part two of Kid A, mm. um, and then that brings us to Hail to the Thief, released in two thousand three, um, and this one is different in that they recorded it all in L A. in just two weeks, and then they were like, "We're done." Like they they basically had huge arguments over like what the track order would be, what songs mm-hmm. would be used on it all that kind of stuff. So they kind of just like did it all two weeks. They wanted to do it really fast and just get it out there because on their previous two, they were like, you know, working on it 
for a super long time, agonizing over every choice. So they wanted to do just quick, get in there, get out, be done. So the whole the whole album, it's kind of like you can kind of tell that it was rushed. And I'm not saying that this is a perfect album or anything. There's definitely a lot of skips on it for me. <laughs> you can listen to the whole you can listen to it all the way through, but there's definitely some songs that really drag. Um, but I think what it does more uh, better than anything is like it just creates that super uh, spooky, dark, depressing vibe. Unsettling. <laughs> Start to yeah, unsettling for sure. Um, so I wanted to play a snippet of the opening song here. Two plus two equals five. Mm-hmm. I feel like Radiohead always have great opening tracks on their albums. Mm-hmm. Kind of a bold title for an opening, or just yeah, it's song. like hello. Yeah. That's not it's right. From, it's from equals four. Yeah, you see the first part and you're like two plus two equals. Okay, cool. Four. It's from 1984, the, the book. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Did not think about that. And one interesting thing about um, the Radiohead re- Radiohead's recording process is they record everything live to tape. Like they don't. Do, cool. They do minimal overdubbing. That's cool. Um, yeah, so typically a lot of artists will do like they'll record the guitar part and then the drum part and then the bass yeah. part and the vocals on top. But how they like to do it is they will all get into the studio together, record everything together, and then overdub whatever harmony vocals or extra stuff on top of that if they need to. But for the most part, all of this is recorded at the same time. That's very cool. cool. But yeah, the 1984 reference definitely um, kind of sets the tone of this is going to be um, commenting on you know society, authoritarianism, anxiety, depression, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I don't. We don't have to talk about every single track, mm-hmm. but I did want to mention some standouts to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the track two, sit down, stand up. Mm-hmm. There's one part where uh, Tom York, the lead singer, just repeats the line, the raindrops over and yeah. over. <laughs> I was interested in that because I was thinking he was saying in rainbows. Oh, I yeah. Up and I, it's like I, I saw that that came after, so I didn't. Yeah. For a long time, I thought he was yeah. saying no more raindrops. Mm. And one thing about, uh, I guess, the lyrics of Radiohead songs is like there's well there's the enunciation mm-hmm. and the accent which is very prevalent and kind of hard to parse yeah. as an American sometimes but they also use like very British idioms and vocabulary for stuff yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we really don't have like something like the gloaming like I guess means like twilight yeah. I'd never hear people refer to anything as gloaming before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rag and bone man. There's a reference to that. in One of the other songs. There's just like a lot of stuff like that, where it's like 
is he actually saying what it sounds like he's saying or yeah. am i mishearing it <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh for a lot of these songs when i listen to them i'm more, more or less just pictured york like dancing in the weird way that he dances the lotus flowers dance from yeah, yeah just yeah, also kind of unsettling, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Tom York is a kind of a weird-looking guy too. Uh-huh. He has a very prevalent lazy eye. He's got like very thinning hair. He's got like a crazy. He always looks slightly unhinged to me. Yeah. 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 Uh, track three, "Sell to the Moon." This is kind of one of the skips for me. It's just like very slow mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of just really slow and dreary songs on this um it does have uh i did like the vocal the lyric on it maybe you'll be president but no right from wrong or in the flood you'll build an ark and sail us to the moon he's talking about his um his child his kid that he just was born so that's kind of sweet you don't often get that kind of sentiment in a radiohead song um this one, I wanted to play a clip from as well. Backdrifts, track three. This one feels definitely like a B-side from Amnesiac or Kid A. A lot of drum machine and synth. Uh, again, very depressing lyrics. We're rotten fruit, we're damaged goods. What the hell, we've got nothing more to lose. One gust and we'll probably crumble. You like this one? I don't know why people don't like this album. Really? Yeah, it sounded good to me, but I hadn't listened. I haven't really listened to the other ones. Maybe they're much better. I think the other ones are better. There's just some. This one's a little uneven. Yeah. Some tracks are basically throwaways. Hmm. Mm. Um, but like even that being said, like the whole out al- the album as a whole, it does like create that atmosphere and all the songs add to that atmosphere so like if you're in the mood to just kind of ride it out it's good yeah but if you're just like wanting to listen to it for the fun songs then there's ones that you skip yeah um listening to this i listened to this at the gym oh yeah and i felt like i was samus <laughs> I felt In like what I was, way? I felt like I, I was playing that. Metroid Prime. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can I see that. I think that Radiohead should do the soundtrack to like a Metroid game hey, or, yeah. or movie or something. <laughs> but I found it hard to hit my um, my PBs. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It's just not. It's just not driving enough. No. I mean, some some of the tracks are. Yeah. Like, um, I like this song a lot. Go to sleep. This was my favorite. Yeah. I think if you can get past, um, Tom York's voice. Yeah. I think you like Radiohead. 
Yeah. A lot of people, I for a long time, I didn't like his voice. Yeah. yeah. Too high pitched, too whiny sounding. I wonder what it would sound like if he actually sang. <laughs> That's a great question. We may never know. <laughs> Almost gives me like eighties vibes. Eighties. Yeah. I think he's a good, um, I think he's a skilled singer, and mm -hmm. I think he's a very expressive singer, but the tone of his voice um, can be a bit much for people. You know what this song sounds like? What's that? That song sounds like the first thing you play when you uh, tune your guitar to open G. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably it, what happened. I don't know if it is. Do you, is it, it, sounds open like G? A, it sounds like an open tuning, but. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That song has like one of the classic Radiohead lines, we don't want the loonies taking over. <laughs> it's also, I, I wrote that um, Radiohead are masters of writing songs that sound like they're in a crazy time signature, but they're actually just in 4-4. Oh, yeah. Just because they're that. so syncopated. This one is like that pyramid song from Amnesiac is famously like that. Um so was that line probably about the Bush administration? Yeah, I think so. A lot of this is about Bush. Yeah. Even I mean, just the title "Hail to the Thief," mm. because um, the 2000 election, uh, famously, stolen. was stolen. My boy <laughs> yeah, Al Gore. Supreme Court stole it from Gore. Yeah. yeah. Um. This one, this next one, where I end and you begin, has one of the all-time great bass lines, in Can you opinion. put in, like, individual times on this? Uh, I don't, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's not working. If I would type there it correctly. Where I end and you being. Yeah. Another good title. Yes. All of the titles of tracks on this also have subtitles that are that. they're only in the liner notes. Oh, really? On the CD. Yeah, so I have them all here. Huh, two plus two equals five is also called the lukewarm. Sit down, stand up is also called snakes and ladders. This song is also called the sky is falling in. Um. Punch up That's at a wedding cool. is also called no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so cool. It's a it's a neat idea. It's unique. Do um, they do that on all their albums or just this one? Just this one, I think. Wow. That's cool. So they were probably inspired by Fallout Boy, right? Oh, did they do that? <laughs> well, I mean like Georgia probably knows like the pop punk like um Song title with parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I actually haven't played that much Fallout. Oh, oh the not game? the game. Oh, uh, we're talking about like Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy and oh, like, no, they I don't have know, a lot of the. I, I guess like Panic at the Disco. Boy either, actually. Yeah. But I know they have. But long just the pop punk, punk, like, um, song titles are often very titles. long and they have parentheses yeah. so i think that's mm -hmm. probably what inspired radiohead probably, i think they're probably yeah. big probably fallout boy fans 
and I think that it shows. <laughs> but I think this also is another little, just more yeah. evidence. Nod. Yeah. Um. So we can kind of skip around here. The song "We Suck Young Blood." This is like one of probably the most depressing song on here. The maybe the most threatening hand clap sample ever. If you guys know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> the tempo oh, is like, funny. I don't know, 80 beats per minute. And yeah. there's a hand clap. It's very funny. It brings the energy of the whole album down. It's way, way too long. Uh, probably should have been cut. But all that being said, it adds to the spooky atmosphere. So, um, And then the gloaming also I don't really like very much. I chose that. I know I chose this album and I'm kind of bragging on it, but I feel like this one had a lot to talk about. Yeah. The other albums would have just been like me being like, oh, this is another awesome song. <laughs> yeah. This is another Sounds incredible good. song. This song's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're there. This is the lead single for it. Very creepy music video. It's like, it looks like it's stop motion animated. Um, but it's it's like Tom York walking around in a spooky forest, mm. but it's like stop motion Tom York. It's it's weird. Great percussion on this on this song, Riley. Maybe you can speak to that. Just great use of toms. You don't hear a lot. Yeah, the drummer's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. And the um, the the song is a good use of toms. And the band puts Tom to good use. Yeah, that's right. So it's kind of a double-edged, like, double meaning, almost. Yeah. So just just goes to show the depth of this album, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is kind of... That kind of sums up the album. I do like the final, the final track, Wolf at the Door, or the Casey Wolf in the End Zone. It's the, yeah, yeah, the Chiefs yeah, version. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just because, like, the the lyrics on that, it's kind of like a cross between, like, singing, spoken word, almost rap at times. It's a really cool vocal performance. And, of course, the lyrics are just absolutely unhinged, insane stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, any, any particular thoughts you guys want to talk about or how did this album make you feel what was your overall take on it highs and lows um, I thought the album was pretty good yeah I agreed liked, I liked almost all of them I didn't it know it was supposed to be the bad one Riley's house. yeah well this isn't okay to, this one isn't the bad one okay Pablo Honey is the bad one. Oh, I see this is the divisive but if, one if that one doesn't count this is the bad one right yeah okay Okay. And who's the hot one? <laughs> who's the hot one? Who's the smart, cute one? Yeah. Huh. Um, I don't know. I just I think I would just second that. Um, would you listen to it again that. when it's okay. not required listening for a podcast? I think some of them, yeah, like you were saying, yeah, like some songs here and there. Yeah. yeah like go there. to sleep. I'd probably listen to when I want to go to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just like that one. I liked yeah. A Wolf at the Door. Um, and yeah, Go to Sleep. So is there maybe something happening with 
oh, they're talking about sucking blood, and they're also talking about a wolf? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of references to, like... Fairy tales. Fairy tales, Ooh, yeah. It's like Red Riding Hood. Children's Hood. stories. Red Robin yeah. Hood. Red, little Red Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they should have done, like, granny, wolf in granny clothing or something. At the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the wolf at the door, is that the titular big bad wolf? Because the I wolf think that's is what in, the implication is. Well, the wolf is in Granny's bed. With well, like there's the, the nightgown on and everything. There's several wolves. Well, there's the red, little red Robin Hood with the Granny clothing wolf. Uh-huh, okay. And then there's also the three little piggies. Oh, that's true. He's at the door and he's ready to blow, blow, blow your That's house. right. Okay. Yeah. I see. I don't think that there's a wolf in um, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. But I just want to say bears. that, I mean, if if Mama Bear and Papa Bear were sleeping in two different beds, maybe everything wasn't just right. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I saw this TikTok of, like, um, a Gen Z, uh, uh, Gen Z, three little uh, bears. Uh-huh. It's like she goes to taste the first porridge, and she tastes it. L... This one's an L. <laughs> yeah. And the next Funny. one that she tastes the next one, she's like, mm, mid. That's funny. And then the last one, mm, okay, this is bussin'. Oh my word. <laughs> That's so funny. Shout out to Slow Puke on TikTok for that. Cool. Thank you. That's funny. Yeah. Let's see what else they got going on. Uh, that's pretty much all I had yeah. on this. It's kind of hard to. This is a this is an experiment for us. The whole mm-hmm. talking about an album thing. Yeah. Um, it's kind of I don't know. It's hard to talk about uh this kind of stuff. Did you know that um, uh, kind of a little bit of trivia. Does anybody know? Okay. When, when you start the first song, what does he say quietly? No, I don't know. Apparently, right at the first song, he says, that's a nice way to start, Johnny. Oh, because it's like plucking in the sound, plucking in the guitar. I don't know. I think that's the first noise. Yeah. And um, I can, well, I can read the Apple Music, like, description of this. Okay. That's a nice way to start, Johnny, mutters Tom York, backed by the introductory blast of feedback (laughs) on 2 plus 2 equals 5. It's a fitting opening for Hail to the Thief. A sixth record that sees Radiohead relinquish, good Yu-Gi-Oh card, uh, some of their trademark fastidiousness for something more rough-hewn, spontaneous, and freeform. It's an approach that, in keeping with the atmosphere of political turmoil, yields yields skittering <laughs> yields yields skittering richly complex songs that perhaps peak with the heady bitter march of there there. Yeah. I agree with pretty much all of that. Yeah. The Apple Music, like, description writers, just completely unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) Like, with the vocabulary that they use. Yeah. Like... Gotta keep it, you know, gotta keep it interesting. Yeah. Like, um... Josh and I both know about the, uh, like, the Charlie Poof one. For many... On the voice notes one. Do you remember this, Refresh my memory. For many pop stars, facing down their second album, maturity <laughs> means dour confessionals. But Charlie Puth flips the script, 
bringing grown-up emotion to these easy-to-love grooves. And it's it goes on for a long time. But I want to um, hear Charlie Puth's Hail to the Thief. Oh, like, yeah. Stick him in a studio for two weeks. Whatever comes out is his album. I'd like to think that that is the lost album that we never yeah. got. Oh, that he scrapped. He just had the good sense it to scrap it. It was too cool, yeah. It's so funny. Probably also had a lot of commentary on the Bush administration. <laughs> Probably, when he was nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of memories from back then. I love when um, someone says that like something is a sophomore effort instead yes. of a, like, a second album. <laughs> I'm calling something an effort. Yeah. It's completely maniacal. <laughs> maniacal. Like, yeah, you got soft, like, like freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, or whatever. But what what happens after? Those four? are years of school. Yeah, okay? not numbers. <laughs> yeah. Jesus so, Christ. so after they make their quote unquote senior album, do they graduate? Yeah. <laughs> what happens then? It's the super senior album. Yeah. 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 Post collegiate. Or just album. another freshman one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you all for yeah, for listening to pick. the album for humoring me. I think it was a good pick. What comes to mind is that part in School of Rock where uh, Jack Black's character Dewey redoes the class's like uh, schedule, so mm-hmm. that's like you know. 10 to 11, oh, yeah. music appreciation. Yeah. 11 to 12, music yeah. theory. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what we're doing right now. We'll yeah. School of rocking it, if you will. Those who can't teach. Teach jam. <laughs> teach jam. Those who can't do, teach. Teach. Those who can't teach, teach jam. Yeah. So funny. I should watch that movie again. It's a good, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a classic. Classic. Yeah. All right. Is that all we have for this week? I think so. So who's who's up next? Who wants to take it? I vote Riley. Riley, you got any album? I I think I already know what you're gonna pick. <laughs> Plantasia. <laughs> Plantasia is one I'll, album. I'll pick some. I think okay. Riley is gonna pick um, Andrew WK. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. I get wet. There's I get not wet. A, there's not a single minor chord on that album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> a lot Riley to talk will, about there. Riley will pick something good. Yes. Cool. All cool. right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for some more music discussion. Mm. Class dismissed. Class